Hello and welcome to The Lone Ranger from otrgold.com. This episode will begin after a brief message from our sponsors. With the speed of light, a cloud of dust, and a hearty Ohio Silver, the Lone Ranger. Faithful Indian companion Toto, the daring and resourceful masked rider of the plains, led the fight for law and order in the early western United States. Nowhere in the pages of history can one find a greater champion of justice. Return with us now to those thrilling days of yesteryear. From out of the past come the thundering hoofbeats of the great horse Silver. The Lone Ranger rides again. One Silver. Pete Baldock owned the Lazy Bee, largest ranch in the territory surrounding Elm City. He also owned other properties, a hotel, gambling hall, and cafe, all in Elm City. He sat in his cafe talking in low tones to Bush Cummins, foreman of the Lazy Bee. Bush, I swore no matter what happened, we'd never allow any homesteading in these parts. Yeah, I know, boss. They take the range from the ranchers. And, and they... they don't spend money in places like this. Cowboys do, and I don't want to lose the cowboys' money. So I have some ideas. About keeping this a cattle town? Yes. We'll frighten the nesters if they try to claim land here. And if they don't frighten, we'll shoot them. We'll start a gang that wears hoods over their heads. A 
week later, a small band of homesteaders headed their covered wagons toward the range west of Elm City. At the same time in the nearby hills, another group assembled near a seemingly deserted cabin. They were the outlaw cowboys of the Lazy Bee, and they wore black hoods over their heads and faces with slits in the hoods. Bush Cummins mounted his horse with the others. All right, you men. You know what the boss wants. Don't give those nesters a chance. Shoot them up and get away, but be sure you shoot them up. All right, now, come on. All right, give it on. That's enough, men. We've scared them plenty. Let's get out of here. Come on, get up. Come on. Bush Cummins reported to Pete Baldock that night. <laughs> they didn't even put up a fight, boss. And we didn't lose a man. Good. What about a trail? You didn't leave one, did you? No, we backtracked, crossed the creek twice, and then rode through the canyon. They'll never trail us. I don't want that to happen, because we may have to do this again. And if we go in for wrestling, as we've been planning, Bush, then the more we learn to leave no trail, the better off we'll be. I'll get back to the ranch then, boss. The boys should have returned from the hideout by now. Do that. I'll stay in town a few days and learn what the sheriff does when he hears about that raid you made tonight. Hello, Sheriff. Hello, Mr. Baldock. Anything new on those cutthroats who attacked those nesters the other night? Not a thing. We lost their trail on the other side of the creek. What about the nesters? They're moving on, Mr. Baldock. They're afraid to stay here. Hey, doubt that any homesteaders will try to claim land around Elm City from now on. I'm afraid you're right. Nobody will ever settle here after what happened last week. Word of the attack had spread to all parts of the West. The Lone Ranger and Toto, when they heard of the raid, reacted quickly. Toto, the persons responsible for that raid must be brought to justice. Ah. We go to Elm City, Kimasabi. City boy. It'll mean a week on the trail, but we'll go, Toto. Because if the law fails to get those hooded killers, we'll be forced to act. All right, ready, Toto? Easy, uh, steady, me, big fella. Me ready. Monsieur! sixth day of their journey, the Lone Ranger and Toto, riding along the top of a ridge, saw on the trail below a wagon train moving slowly. Oh, oh, oh. oh, oh fella. Kimasabi, wagon train go same direction we go. That means it'll reach Elm City sometime tonight. Ah, maybe if them go there, them have trouble too. And they might if that hooded gang hasn't been caught yet. Uh-huh. Toto, let's get to Elm City before the wagon train gets there. One, two, three. Let's go. A short time later, on the opposite side of the trail, Tex Harmon, a rider for the Lazy Bee outfit, saw the wagon train. Oh, oh, boy. We're doggone. More nesters coming to Yum City. What a mob of them. Hey, I better turn back and tell the boss about this. Get up, get up, boy. It was an hour later when at the Lazy Bee, Foreman Bush Cummins led a group of horsemen to the front of the ranch house. Oh, 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 oh. 
Boys, we got here all right without anyone seeing us. Bush, we've come a long way and we're thirsty. How far is town from here? Eight miles west. But wait, boys. You're not going into town yet. Easy, boy. Stay a while the boss talks to you. I'll go inside and tell him you're here. Well, we might as well get off. Boss, where are you? Over here by the window. Oh, I didn't see you. You looking at the boys? Yes. These are the boys that are going to do the wrestling for us. Yeah. And they're good men, believe me. The best that ever left Texas. It better be for the money I'm giving them. I don't want my regular cowhands doing that work. That's why I wanted these strangers. I know, boss, and it's a smart idea. These boys will never talk. They'll keep you in the clear no matter what. Not that they'll get caught, mind you. They're smart. Well, with the fool sheriff we have in Elm City, it doesn't matter. Say, someone just rode up to the place, see who it is. Sure. Boss, it's Tex. Tex? I thought he was supposed to be riding to Wichita. He was. He left a couple hours ago and said that he'd... Boss! Oh, you're here too, Bush. Uh, What's the matter? Why have you come back? Tell you about the wagon train. Coming from the east, Elm City. Uh, You sure? Yeah, I saw it. Was passing Pine Top Ridge. How big a train is it, Tex? The biggest I ever did see. Must be between 30 and 40 wagons. Wow. Boss, that's more than we can handle with our crew. No, it isn't. We're probably farmers. With this new bunch of boys you brought in, together with our regular outfit, we can handle them. I'm worried about Sheriff Lyons if he gets his posse together. He promised he'll protect all nesters that come here, didn't he? Yeah. If that train was passing Pine Top Ridge, it shouldn't get to town before nightfall. That's right. It was moving kind of slow, too. Perhaps we might be able to stop them before they got to town. You mean put on the hoods and shoot them up? In daylight? No. What do you... Let me finish. Bush, are you sure none of those fellas outside have ever been to Elm City? Positive. They have plenty of nerve? Sure. No sheriff or marshal's ever sent them to jail yet. The two that did go to jail were caught Never by the... mind the past. Let's get this thing today straight. Bush, I have an idea that needs fast acting and good thinking. I'll take your word and use those Texans of yours. Go outside and tell them to come in here. I want to talk to them. And boys... Bush and Tex will lead you through the hills and around the town till you reach the west side of it. That's where you'll wait for the sheriff and whoever's with him. If we act fast, we'll have no trouble with the sheriff. Now, which one of you is going into town and get the sheriff away? Boss Vance Kilmer's your man. Vance is one of the coolest men in hot Texas. Right, boys? You willing to do the thing, Vance? For $50 extra? Yeah. <laughs> You're that kind of, Vance. Well, it doesn't matter. I'll give you the extra 50. Then I'm ready. Tell me what I'm to do. Leave here with Bush, Tex, and the other men and ride to the west of town. When you get there, you leave him and ride into Elm City. While Pete Baldock's gang was being led through the hills to the west side of Elm City, the Lone Ranger and Toto reined in their horses in a wooded area to the east of town. Otto, there's still too much daylight for me to ride into town wearing this mask. I'll set up the camp here while you go to the sheriff's office. Ah, Kimasapi. And what me tell, Sheriff? Give him a silver bullet. Introduce yourself. 
Find out whether or not he's caught the hooded raiders. Uh-huh. But uh, tell him first about the wagon train heading this way. Uh, Perhaps he can get together a posse to protect the homesteaders if they're threatened with trouble. Me tell him. Get him up, Scout. As Vance Kilmer prepared to leave the outlaw band at the west end of Elm City, Bush Cummins warned... Vance, we'll leave it to you to take the first shots at the sheriff. But try not to kill him, huh? The boss would like him to stay alive. A new sheriff might be smarter and tougher. All right now, Vamoose. Right. Get up! Come on! Dusk was descending when Vance Kilmer, riding into Elm City from the west, ho, ho. dismounted and ran into the sheriff's office. Sheriff Tom Lyons and his three deputies stopped their conversation as Vance gasped... Sheriff! Who's the sheriff? I am. What's the matter, mister? I was riding along the ridge trail west of town and I saw a holdup. What's that? A holdup, you say? Yeah, two masked men. They were holding up a freight wagon. I saw them and Get I turned... Get your guns, boys. Let's get out of here. Oh, yeah, How far west, mister? About a mile. I'll lead you to the place. The sheriff, his deputies, and Vance Kilmer mounted their horses and sped away to the west. You follow me. Get up! Get up there! Get up! And a few minutes later, Tonto reached the lawman's office, walked inside, and found it empty. As he emerged, a man crossed the street. Doing in the sheriff's office, Injun. Me want see sheriff. Well, you're out of luck. Sheriff and his whole outfit's out of town. Saw him leave just a little while ago. Thanks. Me come back again. Tonto returned to his horse and immediately yeah. started Scout, back to where the Lone Ranger waited. Get him up, Scout! Easy, boy, easy. Meanwhile, a mile to the west of town, Vance Kilmer led the sheriff and deputies around a bend in the road. It was right ahead. You go on, Sheriff. Uh, Get up there. Get your guns ready, boy. As the lawman passed Vance Kilmer, their eyes straining to see the road ahead, the Texas outlaw drew his gun and shot at their backs. Two of the deputies fell to the ground wounded. As Sheriff Lyons and the other deputy turned their horses, riders emerged from the underbrush, guns leveled. Drop your guns if you don't want to die. You're surrounded, Sheriff. Why, you filthy... And got the other two. That takes care of them all. Now drag them into the bushes and leave them there. Fix so they can't do anything for some time to come. We'll take care of them later. But take the badges off first. Those are what we want. Then we'll go and meet the nesters. The curtain falls on the first act of our Lone Ranger adventure. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
to continue. Tonto had returned to the Lone Ranger and reported that the sheriff was out of town. There was a bright full moon rising, and they kept their eyes on the trail, which was about 50 feet from the underbrush in which they waited. They heard the wagon train approaching and moved forward to watch it. There's the wagon train, Tonto. We better stop them before they reach town and warn them oh, that they... He must have it. Tonto pointed in the direction of town. Coming along the trail toward the wagon train was a body of horsemen. They're wearing badges, Toto. Ah, badges shine in moonlight. Stop the wagon! They're signaling the wagon train to stop. That must be the sheriff and his posse. Ah. Stop the wagon! Man with sheriff badge, move his horse forward. Him talk to men in wagon. Toto, that man with the sheriff's badge. If I'm not seeing things, that's... They know him. Him, Texas outlaw. Vance Kilmer. Ah. Yes, that's who it is. The man behind him wearing another badge is Red Carson. And what them up to, Kimasali? I think we'll soon know. Move up closer to the road, Tonto, we'll listen. The long caravan of covered wagons came to a stop as Vance Kilmer and his horsemen arrayed themselves in a line across the trail. Kilmer, flanked by Bush Cummins and Tex Harmon, moved close to the league wagon. Who's the leader of this outfit? I am, Sheriff. I'm Tom Scott. What's wrong? We heard you people were heading this way. Where are you bound for? Elm City, Sheriff. The government man back in Wichita tells us there's plenty of land around there for the claiming. Well, you better change your minds about that. There's no land for claiming at all. It's taken. Every acre for 60 square miles. But that's not possible. We were told that... It doesn't matter what you were told. We're the law here, and we're telling you. What's more, you can't stay in Elm City. You can't even stop there. What's that you say? There's been a law passed in these parts about nesters. And if you don't want to become involved and maybe end up in trouble, you'll not try to break that law. We don't intend to break any law, Sheriff. We law-abiding people. We cause no trouble. Our religion doesn't permit us to bear arms. Hey, you mean in this whole wagon train there's not a single gun? That's right. So I don't see if I... Tell him, Vance. Yes, I sure will. Now, see here, mister. If you believe in law like you say, and if you don't want us to use guns, as we're going to, if you stay in Elm City... Here is being said, Tuttle. Ah, him tell lies. Plenty lies. Let's go back to the horses. We must do something about this. Uh, this is far enough, Toto. Kimasabi, something happened to Sheriff. Yes, they stole those badges. Now they're trying to scare those immigrants so they'll not stay here. Uh, that right. We can't do anything, Toto. The men with Vance Kilmer outnumber us too greatly. Uh, maybe if we go back to town... Listen, the wagon train moving on again. Ah, and go heap fast. Unless I miss my guess, the train will continue right through Elm City as Vance warned them to do. Toto. Uh, Kimasabi. We get on our horses and move close to the trail again. We may not be able to tell those homesteaders the truth right now, but we'll be able to find out many other things. I'd be careful now. Vance Kilmer had done his job well. He sat astride his horse at the side of the road with Bush Cummins and the other bogus lawmen. Cummins, now that the plot had been worked out, Assume command of the gang once more. <laughs> ah, those poor gunless goose sure put their tails between their legs and ran, didn't they? <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if they didn't stop till they got to California. Yeah. <laughs> sure didn't want to break the law, that's sure. Yeah, wait till the boss learns how well his plan worked. 
He'll like it better than that other one where we put on the hoods. Oh, Bush, don't you think it might be a good idea to go back and make sure that sheriff's dead? The more I think of him being alive, the less I like it. He could identify me. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, i tell you what, Vance. You go back and finish him and the deputies off. That is, if they haven't gone already. Good. Explain to the boss that we had to kill him. Tex will take you boys to the hideout, and you stay there till tomorrow sometime. You'll find stuff to drink at the hideout, so have a good time. When, when do we start our rustling, Bush? Soon, real soon. The boss will give the word. You going back to the ranch now, Bush? Yeah, yeah. The boss is waiting there. Uh, I'll see you at the boss's later. Right. Come on, deputies. Off we go. Vance, <laughs> <laughs> when you get rid of the sheriff and the others, come back to the ranch. You know how to get there now? Yeah, I remember. Yeah, I'll see you later then. So long, sheriff. What? Oh. <laughs> so long, deputy. Oh, yeah. Get up there. Come on. Back to town of the sheriff's office. Ah, them bad hombres. Let's hope that after tonight, people will be able to say they were bad hombres. I'd better hurry after Vance Kilmer. Come on, Silver. Vance Kilmer rode along the path that skirted the town and continued westward till he reached the spot where the gang had ambushed Sheriff Lyons and his deputies. Oh, oh there. He dismounted and pushed his way through the underbrush. Finally, he reached the four wounded men lying on the ground, bound and gagged. Vance studied them in the light of the full moon. <laughs> what a fine bunch of loamin' you hombres are. You're all still alive, too, aren't you, huh? Tough one, hmm? <laughs> well, you better start praying if you know any prayers, because i got to give it to you boys. Sorry. You, Sheriff... I think you better go first. No, Vance, you go first. Hey, what the... No! Don't that gun from your reach. No! I shot you in the leg, too, Vance, so you wouldn't try to run. No. Oh, no, it's a masked man again. Yes, Vance. I sent you to jail in Texas once. I'll help do it again when I finish freeing these men and bandaging their wounds. There, deputy... Taken care of now. Thanks. I'm happy to say none of you is too seriously wounded. Uh, stranger, it's only because you were alive. This hombre will be sorry he didn't kill us the first time when he had the chance. There are a great many others to be made sorry too, Sheriff. You're well enough to leave now. Let's get back to town and go after them. I'm ready, mister. Uh, leave your deputies here, Sheriff. We'll send horses to take them back to town and a doctor. Yes, do that. We'll be all right. Good. I'll use this outlaw's horse then. I'll put Vance on mine and ride with a gun against his back. Get ready, Vance. All right. There's Tonto waiting in front of your office, Sheriff. He was coming. He just got here. Oh, Silver, oh. Tonto, did you follow those crooks to their hideout? Ah, Hidden Hills, not far away. Me follow him to cabin. Then me see one crook leave. Him right way. You know where he went? Ah, me think it good idea to follow him. See where him go. Find out him name Tex. Find out place him go, his ranch house, a man, then call boss. The boss? Tonto, your friend tells me the man they call the boss is the one who directs the hooded gang. Ah, that's what crooks say when we hear him talk. Oh, where's the ranch, Tonto? Seven, eight miles, maybe. It called Lazy B. Pete Baldock. 
So that rattler is the one. Mister, let me put Vance Kilmer into jail. Now wait just a few minutes. I'm going to round up the greatest posse that ever rode out of Elm City. Tonto, lead the way. I have over 50 men here, armed and ready to fight. Let's go to the hideout first. Get them up, scout! Get up there! The crooks from Texas were celebrating. In the hideout, they finished bottle after bottle and were waving in wild glee the black hoods which they had found in the cabin when the door burst open. The Lone Ranger, followed by the sheriff and posse, entered. All right. Stay right where you are, all of you. Hey, look at the mask on that armory. His is different. Come in, boys. Hey, where did all these armories come from? They're waving guns. Get your hands up, all of you. You're under arrest. The revelers suddenly realized the invaders were serious. You're covered from the windows and you're having a chance. Hey, I know this armory. He's the one we killed. I'm going to... Anybody else want a dose of lead? We're surrounded, boys. This is no joke. You better put your hands up. That's better. Now walk out, one at a time. Pete Baldock, Bush Cummins, and Tex Harmon in Baldock's ranch house heard the horsemen stop outside. Baldock hurried to the door and opened it. Hey, what's it? Hey, Bush. Must be your crazy bunch from Texas. Here, wearing the hoods. Stay out, you. A band of hooded men, disregarding Baldock's attempts to stop them, pushed into the house. Now, listen, you fools. Listen to me. Why did you ride here wearing those hoods? I told you fellas to stay there until tomorrow night. If anyone saw you coming here, they'll think... Well, I don't know what they'll think. Now, get out. No. Halleck, boys. We wanted you to relax tonight, but not to go crazy. We've a wrestling job to do tomorrow night, and we're going to do it. you're not going to do it. Boss... You want to see our faces? Huh? Boys, keep your guns played on these armories while I remove my hood. There. Sure, plans. Don't go for your guns, any of you. You're covered. Hey, boss, we're done. They must have caught the boys at the hideout. Yes. We'll take the men in your bunkhouse, too. The ones who raided the Lesters last week. You'll go to jail or to the gallows. And this territory will become the home of decent people who want to live here. On the land that's legally theirs. Uh. How did all this happen? A certain mass man caused it all, Baldock. He's the reason I'm alive. And the reason you and your gang are under arrest. Right now, he and his friends are riding westward. They'll catch up with the wagon train your men frightened away from Elm City this evening. They're coming back? Yes, and so is Elm City. Thanks to the Lone Ranger.
This is a feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated, created by George W. Trendle, produced by Trendle Campbell Muir Incorporated, directed by Charles D. Livingston, and edited by Fran Stryker. The part of the Lone Ranger is played by Brace Beamer. Brace Beamer.